Okay, so um, after boycotting, this, this is your girl Sasha from Grown and Opinionated. After boycotting, boycotting um, Housewives of Potomac for about a season or two, um, they sucked my ass right on back in. They sucked me in, sucked me in. Um, y'all know that I'm a girl. I like to watch. Um, no, I ha- I'm a housewife. I started with the original OC when that was, they were the first housewives. I started watching back then and then gradually just grown with them over the years, watching all of the franchises. Um, I recently stopped watching um, Atlanta. It was just getting, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it anymore. And then I sort of took the stance with um, Potomac also. I guess the stance that I was taking is that, one, the women that were being portrayed on there weren't living a lifestyle that we were promised by housewives. I mean, let's keep it 100 here. Let's keep it real. That the housewives was built off this the premise that we would get an inside look into these wealthy people, affluent people's lifestyles, and um, that they would actually be housewives. Now it's like, uh, who will start trouble or who's going to bring some drama? Okay, you're not mad. Don't worry about it. Just come on, come on, come on. And I I was like, (laughs) it was getting cringy. And in my opinion, out of, I watched Salt Lake City. um, I watched one time. And then I started to watch it again, and I really, I I just couldn't really get into it and feel it. But the two franchises that I did love and was continuing to watch, um, Beverly Hills and Miami. And the reason why is that I felt like Beverly Hills, that's what we, we were promised, that lifestyle. That we would get to look inside there and we would get to see that lifestyle. That was the lifestyle we were promised. And um, shout outs to Kyle because uh, while she didn't start there, like I would say she was like maybe the least well, old girl had, she done came up. She done came up. So we getting a look into that lifestyle and for and nothing else. They have Kathy Hilton, which I love, 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 love. So I stayed with Beverly Hills. Plus, I like the way, and now they have Garcelle on it, who I love too, because she's even bringing a look into that lifestyle what, from her perspective and being a black woman. Uh, what I also loved about it is that they do have conflict. They have conflict. They have all of the issues that the other ones have. However, the way that they handle the conflict to some to some respect, some respect, is that is how you would imagine grown women handling conflict. Women of that age. I'm of a certain age. I already know. I'm 40. Um, I'm 40 plus. Uh, what's, what's the year? Look, once you get over a certain age, you just forget. It'll be like, ah, uh, but my age changes with the year. So I'm 43. I'm 43. Um, and I, I think that, like, yeah, if I have a conflict with someone or we having something, I would handle it like the Beverly Hills house like they go to lunch they talk about it or whatever there's never any real threat of violence and things like that and nobody's flipping tables and throwing glasses it's none of that mess I also like that with Miami the original one that had um what was her name 
And um, my coworker and I, we used to love watching Miami, but black, Miss Black, because her husband is the lawyer that made the books and everything. So they rebooted it, and I love it. And I've been there ever since. Um, again, it's a look into the lifestyle we were promised. All of the women are doing really well for themselves, um, and you get to look into that. I think there's only well now Larsa isn't married, but I would still I would still leave her there. Um, a few of them are divorced or whatever, but it's still I still like it. And when they have conflict, again, it's not handled in a certain way. And so while so I took the stance against Atlanta and Potomac. Um, Atlantic was getting kind of <sighs> snooze festy for me, but and I don't agree with what um, Nene Leaks is saying about what they do with the black ones versus the other ones. Plus, she kind of contributed to this negative um, image of black women in there, so I, I, I don't think she's the right person to speak on it. However, what I didn't like, and I the reason why I stopped watching Potomac and um, Atlanta, it was that black women, this is how we handle problems. We don't, we can't, we cannot, it's no way you can have two grown-ass black women have a problem with each other and sit down and be able to talk about it and either work it out or agree to disagree and not mess with each other. You cannot do that. You, we can't. We can't. That's the image that I, that's the message I was getting. And that's the image I felt like was being portrayed because it was, oh, you got to throw food and you're throwing bottles and this is getting thrown in drinks. And it's always a threat of I'll F you up. I'll do this. And I just, I was like, so I don't know. I, I took a stance. I boycotted the shows because I was like, this is not the image of black women I want to see. It's just not. Um, and so I stopped watching. Um, I think the last season of Potomac I watched, who was there? Wendy was definitely there. Um, it may have been right after Monique left or, yeah, it may have been her last season or right after she left. Or I might have watched one after that because I do remember Michael Darby with the butt touch and everything. But that's why I stopped. But they done sucked me right on in. They sucked me in. Um, yeah, and last season, I didn't I know I didn't watch last season because the promo leading up to the season was them fighting in the club. And I was like, yeah, this is not what I want to see 40 plus year old women doing. I just don't. But they sucked me back in. I was on YouTube. You know, I be scrolling and trolling in my YouTube streets and there's this, and the video is like the entire episode. It's not for many bootleggers because I'm always reporting those videos. TV One, y'all going to have to cut me a check soon because I do more to protect y'all IP than I think your whole legal department <laughs> does. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'm always on there reporting any episodes of Fatal Attraction for my man or whatever that I find is being reposted by bootleggers. So I'm like, well, let me check. And it's like, no, bravo. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I have a uh, YouTube without commercials because I just can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't mother, mother. Ooh, I can't. So I'm like, all right, I'm sewing. Let me just watch it. They got me all the way in. They got me all the way in. And let me tell you what really got me in there. This whole, 
Robin and Juan Dixon story, um, it really got me in because, A, I think it's always that one thing, I mean, that saying that everybody always talks about, um, be careful what you wish for or things like that, like you might get it. And anyone who's watched Potomac over the years, we know, we've seen Robin, um, it started off, the whole franchise started off, her being um, divorced, like her and Juan being divorced and she's still living, they're still living together for the smaller kids. Um, well, they had only had two kids, but the kids were small. And then we watched season after season as she sat there while Juan played video games, ignoring her. We even seen Juan saying, like, why do I have to keep being here? I'm not happy. Um, we seen her go after people because they say, listen, Juan is actively dating. Why aren't you dating? Or Juan was out with this girl and her going after all the way to the three, the full 360 where... Um, and for you who don't watch Potomac, you, uh, her husband was a basketball player and, um, that's their whole thing. So then the 360, but of course he's retired or whatever. So he coaches and things, but the 360 occurred when Potomac came, became a really popular franchise. And, um, if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you watch Housewives or you would have been cut me off. Um, <laughs> What happens when they become popular is that they just print money. They can get, they're doing speaking engagements. They can be brand ambassadors. Um, they can start, uh, I don't want to say start, but they can endorse certain, um, certain products or certain anything. They, they just be able, they're able to like print money. And they become really famous. And when they go out, it's like, oh, who, you know, they, they're known. So I think that once that full 360 occurred, that's when Juan kind of was like, oh, okay, now I see you. And now it's to my benefit of being, she, they were together. It's been 10, 11, 12 years living together, but they weren't together. And I think that over the years, as that 360 occurred, he was like, okay, let me get back on to this. She ain't leaving anyway. I might as well just marry her again and get... That's how I saw it. Um, they even had a talk about a prenup now, which I guess the first time around when they got married, they were both fresh out of college. He was a basketball player, but they had been together all through college or whatever. And high school, if that's what happened. But it was like a prenup for what? Like, I'm not doing that to you. Now, it's a whole different situation. But her thing is more so like, um, not I want to get a prenup because I don't think you should leave with my money that we have. But which I guess I, I can't see any fault in that because they are, he's been there. He's been living with her. He's been helping her raise the kids. They just haven't been legally married all of this time. But she's saying um, that she wanted an infidelity clause. And I think she kind of half-heartedly said it, but I think she really meant it. Because what happens with that is um, in a prenup, I don't know about Potomac. What state is that? Is it? Uh, it can't be D.C. It's uh, Maryland, I think. I don't know. I don't know the laws, but generally you can have... You could put anything you want in a prenup agreement. It just can't be anything um, illegal or anything 
yeah, illegal and certain things you can't put in about kids. Like you can't say if we get divorced and you have five kids, I don't have to pay you child support. You can't say stuff like that. It could only be about you and the wife and things that are illegal. So a lot of people use that opportunity to include clauses about cheating. Like, look, if you get caught cheating on me um, and we divorce because of that, that I'm either entitled to alimony or I'm entitled to a payout or the prenup is void or whatever. So you put some clauses in there and then usually you have some steps like, okay, after year five, you'll get a bump. After year 10, you'll get a bump. And then after a certain amount of time, you can also say it'll become void because then at that point we're good. Um, I think she wanted that in the prenup for the reason that she believes that that would keep him faithful to her. That if I have this clause in the prenup saying, if you cheat, then I don't have to give you anything or you have to give me something. But I don't believe that he has that much money. They talk about it through some of the seasons, but I don't have to give you anything. Then you'll be loyal to me. And the thing is, Miss Dixon, it won't. It won't. So why I say this is be careful what you wish for is because all of these years we watched her, whether and this ties into my last episode of Grown and Opinionate. You guys should check it out about sis, stop lying to yourself. She was lying to herself all of these years saying, like, I'm really okay in this situation. I'm really, I don't really want to be with him and I'm okay with this. Um, but secretly inside and to her, her gods, she was saying, please make this man fall back in love with me. Please make this man marry me again. Please make this man want to be with me. And after a while, the universe kept trying to tell her, um, the universe, Twitter, formerly X, formerly known as Twitter, and Twitter when it was Twitter, and every other social media platform was trying to tell her, no, girl, let him go. Let him go. No. But she kept staying, and she kept going with it. And then they finally like, all right, sis, you want him? Here, have him. Now marry him. And old boy ain't been caught now. One, two, three. He just racking them up. <laughs> it's like, what? So now you got what you wish for, but it's really not, it's not best for you. Like, this isn't what you could have had better, but now you got him just taking up your space and taking up your spot. So now you got to deal with him and you're going to have to keep him because the universe is like, we're not taking no refunds, sis, unless you want us to. But what got me back into, so they had her and Juan had this little rehearse scene um, and I even went on X, formerly known as Twitter, and told, and look, I told Andy, because you know I be talking to him, but I tweeted and said to Andy Cohen, you should garnish them for, for that. I mean, come on. If that was not the most scripted scene ever, it literally was like, Juan, it is crazy. People are saying you were at the nail salon with someone. How do you feel about that? Well, Robin, that female was my coworker. And I, and it literally want and it touched on each and every situation of him being caught um with another female. Each and every one in this opening scene. And it was like, come on, man. Come on. I y'all definitely planned that out. So y'all could uh how they always say paint the narrative or get that. Like, go somewhere. 
But afterwards, I I really loved what Giselle did. And I'm going to say Giselle Hart is in the right place. While her styling isn't, her heart is. <laughs> Y'all caught that shit. But she got to get a stylist. It's just enough already. But um, I just felt like her heart was in the right place. Because we've all been there before. And I go through this again. Listen to Sis Stop Lying to Yourself episode of Grown and Opinionated that I put out earlier this week is that we act like it's not bothering us, but it really is killing us inside. It's eating us up, but we just want to act like we're trying to put on this brave face and we begin to lie so much to everybody else that we begin to lie to ourselves about whether we even like it. And um, Giselle, like, listen, we need to do something and get behind Robin to support her, to let her know. But this, this is crazy what's going on. So her, Sharice, who was, um, is it Eddie George or whatever? Her husband was a basketball player and coach. But then, Lord, and she goes into her own story. She's like, um, what happened is that he started coaching up in New Jersey in Rutgers. And she stayed down in Maryland. And he's like, no, 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 stay down there. I'm going to get a little apartment. I'm going to be back and forth. Stay down there. Don't come up here. And she's like, okay, great. Sure, no problem. And then when the season would be over for basketball, he wouldn't come home. And she's like, hey, where you at? Why you ain't coming home? And she still hung around and was like, you know, when they brought up issues about her marriage and about him not coming, she would always brush them off and say, it's not true. And she was holding him down. And then one day he finally like, yo, I'm with old girl up in New Jersey. Um, We got a divorce. Do whatever you want to do. Keep whatever you want. Let's just get this on because I, I got to get ready to marry her. And so last night, well, I don't know what night Potomac airs. I'm going to look it up. I'll put it in the comments, in the caption, I mean, because I don't really don't know. I'll watch it on YouTube. She says, you know, you can stay. She said, what I'm concerned about, Robin, is that you sit back and you put up with all of that mess, all of the stuff that they're doing. And everything, and you just stick it out with them. And then they just get up out of nowhere and they'll just leave and walk out the front door. And oh my God, when she said that, I'm like, girl, put that ish on a t shirt. I have been telling people forever about, well, I wanna say forever, because I only learned it uh, maybe a couple of years ago or a few years ago. Um, that's not what happened in my situation. Well, whatever. Y'all listen to Grown and Opinionated. But um, so I'm like, oh, my goodness, because so many women are in these relationships and they're putting up with crap and they like, oh, I just got to tough it out. I love him. I'm his ride or die. And then tomorrow morning after eating breakfast, he can just say, um, yeah, this isn't working for me. I'm going to leave. All right. And it's nothing you can do about it. So why sacrifice yourself for that? And when she said that, even though Robin didn't take the, the advice and information that they were given very well, she didn't. Um, Giselle, she had her issue. But I, I, for some reason, I think Giselle is a hag. Um, and I'm going I'm to get deeper in that once I find Fat Pretty Girl so she can help me out with rebooting Life of a TV Addict. But I'm going to get deep. I think she's a hag. I think she's a hag. Because um, that new boyfriend, it was like, ugh, like this is, Really, really, like we just gonna call Giselle Grace from now on because she definitely is Grace from Will and Grace. But anyway, 
so Giselle had her issues where she was trying to stay with her high profile husband while he was cheating and having babies and doing everything. And then it was over. Then, um, uh, who was the other person? Ashley was there. And Ashley also had the same, I mean, I think that, uh, I think that's how she got the boost in her, her prenup or something because she caught Michael cheating. And it was like, you were caught cheating. There's no way around this. And then there were other allegations and everything. And then they finally ended up divorcing, but she kind of stayed by him. And she was telling Bob, she was like, remember when it was happening to me, I was ready to fight. I was denying it to everybody. But you know, and Robin didn't receive it well because her, her thing is, well, what do y'all want me to do? Get mad, act mad, curse him out, yell. What is it that I, I, y'all want me to do? And it seemed like she was looking for someone to say, yes, go curse him out, yell at him, do something or whatever so she could have a reason to validate her feelings about what's going on. And it was like, Robin, you missing the whole point. Nobody is trying to tell you what to do in your marriage. They're just trying to support you and say, listen, you don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to sit and accept this if you don't really accept it. It's like you're putting on this brave face. And I mean, this stupid story about, and now Wanda threw some football player under the bus that the girl was in Canada to see a football player. And a football player flew her out, but Juan is such a good guy that he saw her in the hotel and she's like, well, I got flewed out, but now he won't pay for the hotel and I have nowhere to go. And he said, oh, I got you. How they met up, why he's talking to random women in hotel, nobody gets into that. It, we just got to believe this story. So I'm like, whatever. But, um... Yeah, I'm just like really, 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 I'm really back in. Well, first of all, I'm really back in on Potomac. So now I'll be watching every week. And like I said, once I find Fat Pretty, we're going to be reporting live from the headquarters every week about <laughs> our uh, reality, well, the Housewives and maybe some other shows. But I don't know. And I, I, I just want to hear, I, well, I wanted to hop on the microphone because, yeah, I wanted to give my opinion about it. But I'm like, I just want to talk to so many people about this episode and how what Sharice said to her, like, how many women really, truly need to hear that? Don't bypass it. Like, so many women need to hear that after you have sacrificed your body, your mental health, your sanity, your emotional, everything. After you have sacrificed yourself to that extent, no matter what extent it is, till you have no more left, no more, this man could just get up and walk out and say, nah, yeah, I'm over this, or this isn't working. And, I mean, you're doing no one any favors. So I'm about to get out of here, but if you're in a situation like that, I, I can't be, me and Sharice, we're going to be printing up T-shirts with this on it. But I, I just can't, I don't know any other way to say it. If you're in that situation and you're like, I, I got to just sacrifice or I got to suck it up or this is what love is, girl, just get out. Get out. Because let me tell you how stupid you're going to feel. I don't want to say stupid like that, but you're going to feel so stupid and you're going to feel even more distraught 
than you're feeling right now when he gets up and walk out the door. He's going to leave. If the, if the relationship is miserable, someone's going to leave eventually in a body bag, <laughs> on their feet, or with another person, however they're going to leave. Someone's going to leave eventually. And when it happens, all you're going to be thinking about is how much time you wasted in that relationship and how much stuff you put up with for it to end. Just like, And it's going to be the most simplest thing. It's never going to be um, some big, big thing because you already put, put up with that. It's never going to be, oh, well, he had a baby, so I left him. No, because you already... You already put up with that or you're going to be like, oh, well, you know, we were break and da, 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 da. And you're going to you're going to accept that. You're going to accept that. It's going to be the littlest thing. And he's going to say, yeah, this ain't working for me. And then you're going to be sitting there like holding a bag. So just get out now. Get out now while you're young and popping. But I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Sasha from Grown Opinionated. I'm on Instagram at grown underscore and underscore opinionated um the same thing is for threads i don't know i'm not really popping on threads but i'm i'm going to try to work it out i'm also on twitter x formerly known as twitter at jmo about the videos go up on um youtube about a day or so afterwards um for the podcast but the podcast is available and like I said, this one is going to be revamped and we're going to, so I guess it's grown and opinionated now, but it will be life of a TV addict because I don't want my people saying, ah, I don't like the TV talk. I want to keep y'all like my uh, kiki friends in my head. All right, I'm out. Peace out. <laughs>